I'm forever going to be part of this community because I honestly think it's like, it's like saved my life in a way because I, I do think that there is so much that is based on your mindset. And I go, I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that something is going to come out of this. This is a Soulfire production. Well, welcome back or welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so glad you found the show, babe. You are listening to episode 97 and today's high vibe episode is brought to you by Advocare. Advocare is a wellness company on a mission to support your health needs with high vibe tools, resources, and products. So make sure you check them out in the show notes to learn more, support this podcast when you go shopping, and of course, get discounts because you listen. Now, if we haven't met, I'm your host, Judy Holler. I'm a keynote speaker and author and the creator and CEO of the House of And. That's H-A-U-S of And. We're a no BS improv inspired lifestyle brand on a mission to empower you to open new doors in your life. And that is the perfect segue to what I want to talk with you today about. Three words, bracing for impact. Now, what we're building inside the House of And is a methodology that will, no doubt about it, help you brace for impact. Of course, it's inspired by improv, and improv has been an incredible tool for me as I've braced for all the impact in my life. And it's really a methodology and a framework and a mindset that I I come to time and time again. And I I make the joke that improv has saved, saved my life and my business on many occasions. And I guess it's not really a joke. It truly truly has. So we're leaning into that a little in the house of and. And I also believe that my book, Fear is My Homeboy, is a roadmap. It is 151 pages of support and truly the tools to help you brace for impact in life. Because listen, we cannot stop bad things from happening. We will lose people we love. We will have to overcome adversity. We will encounter bad people, bad places, bad things. Economies are going to go up and down. We will get disappointed. Shit, we'll disappoint other people. And we have learned (laughs) that even global pandemics are not just things that happen in the movies. And I don't know about you, But I feel like most days, and I'm like clenching up as I say this to you, I feel like most days I'm sort of bracing for impact, you know, like, oh God, what's next? What could possibly happen next? And sometimes even when good things start happening, I will be like, oh no, oh no, okay. When's the bottom going to fall out, right? Like I begin to dress rehearse tragedy and yo, that, that is not a healthy place to be. So like you, I'm working on it every single day and truly uh, at the core of what we're creating inside the House of And are the tools to help you brace for the impact that will undoubtedly happen in life. We can't stop bad things from happening. We can't avoid the fact that we're never really in control. So the fundamental question is, what can we do? Well, aha, we can come back to the tools, the work, 
the methodology, the mindset, and the framework that will help us navigate the uncomfortable situations in life and at work and beyond. So over the last two years, my book, Fear is My Homeboy, it came out in May of 2019. So it's roughly been two years. And I've had the pleasure over the past two years of meeting so many of you as this community grows. I've gotten to hear your stories, watch you soar, witness you dusting off your dreams. And I've watched you take what you've learned in my book, in the workbook, in our live courses, and in our community and open new doors in your life. And truly you, our community, you are the embodiment of our mission and what we're creating in the house of and from kicking cancer's ass to writing a New York Times bestseller to starting the business of your dreams. We believe anything is possible and we are making it happen one and at a time. And I'm watching you do it. Our secret sauce is our approach on locking the power of and. And in the house of and, we will guide you through the courageous decision to say, bring it on, baby, to possibility. I mean, we're not here to sugarcoat things. Instead, we're going to give you the tools and support to brace for impact and survive and thrive. All of it sprinkled with a dose of super High vibes, of course, duh, right? Now we have some exciting things coming up. So here's a couple of things we need to talk about. Number one, if you are not on my list, make sure you do that. There is a link in the show notes to make that happen. You can head on over to my Instagram page, at Judy Holler, click the link in bio to get on my list. Um, So that's number one, get on my list. If you're not on my list, head over to Instagram. And uh, if you're not following me, make sure you follow. Uh, Also follow the house of and on Instagram, H-A-U-S of and A-N-D. Again, all this is in the show notes. Make sure you're following us there and or join our private Facebook group, House of And Fam. Again, all of this is in the notes, but those are the places and spaces where we are going to be rolling out what is coming up in our community. So I invite you to do all the things, get on our list, follow on Instagram, join our private group. But also, I invite you to join our community and to mark your calendar for the Wednesday in between mark your calendar. It's the Wednesday in between Christmas and New Year's from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. We are hosting a New Year Hootis course happening next month. Uh, New Year, New Year course. We're still sort of naming it, um, but either way, it's all about uh, rolling out and revealing our our methodology, this methodology that can help you brace for impact as you roll into a new year and beyond. And of course, um, we'd love for you to check out our custom merchandise and all the good stuff. So mark your calendars. We have a course coming up. We'd love to have you register. We'd love to see you there. We'd love to, uh, of course, see your tags of you rocking those possibility ampersand t-shirts. Because listen, here's the deal. When you wear our possibility ampersand, that possibility and on your chest, did you know that squiggly and is called an ampersand? An ampersand. Isn't that cool? I didn't know that until about eight months ago. So it's called an ampersand and it represents 
what's possible when you are brave enough to bet on yourself and kick open new fucking doors. Because at the end of the day, you are one door away from a completely different life. The fundamental question is, are you ready to open it? The House of And will help you do that. Our new year course will help kickstart everything. And of course, our merch serves as a reminder, a daily reminder of what's possible. So today, to take this concept and idea even further, you're in for a treat because Amanda, I'm going to roll an interview in a minute. Uh, Between Amanda on my team, myself, and one of our community members, June Noel, who, yes, is named after summer and Christmas, which I love. She's like, yeah, I'm, you read that, right? I'm named after like a summer month and a holiday, which makes me so happy. But she embodies our mission. Now, before I roll that conversation, because you're going to, you're going to lose your minds. It's so big, so beautiful, so brave, so powerful. Uh, I can't wait for you to listen, but let me tell you why we're having June on and 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 why this is this is important. So June is not only a community member and OG fear boss, a member of our House of Anne fam, but she's also a recent, a very recent breast cancer survivor. So she has been through a lot. <laughs> uh, she has a couple of miscarriages, uh, gets furloughed from her job. Uh, has that furlough, you know, when the pandemic hits. So she has her miscarriages, pandemic hits, world falls apart. She gets furloughed from her job, thinks she's going to come back in the summer. In early May, gets furloughed again through October. And then on May 28th, finds out she has breast cancer. And then after that, her husband is then furloughed from his job. So holy shit, imagine, right? Just imagine miscarriage, a global pandemic, a breast cancer diagnosis, a loss of your job, a loss of your husband's job. So the next time you think you're having a bad day, babe, I'd like for you to consider how difficult things could really be. Some of you listening may have experienced similar trauma. Maybe you've been through a miscarriage. Maybe you've uh, been furloughed. Maybe you've you've been uh, through a diagnosis or, or, or recently lost someone you love. Um, and maybe some of you haven't yet, but all of us were deeply affected one way or another by the virus and all the uncertainty that's currently in the world. Yet every time I get down on myself or feel stress or, or sort of bitch about my first world world problems, I think of June. I mean, I would legit get DMs from her as she was going to her chemo treatments. And she sent me one at her very first treatment. We talk about this when she comes on, uh, but she was literally going to her first chemo treatment and sent me a photo of my book. Oh my God, in her bag, you know, and throughout all of it, she attended our masterclass and she uses the planner and writes her I am power statements. And she's one of the most active and inspirational members of our community. And it was such an honor to sort of click into what keeps her moving forward despite all that trauma. Now, I'm happy to say June is back with Marriott. Uh, by day, she's an employee at Marriott International and has been working for the company for 21 years. Her and her husband live on Chesapeake Bay in Maryland and uh, love to go boating. She's a pure bar enthusiast. She's a typical Enneagram six and lives in her head. And she balances all of that with setting her vibe every morning using her planner and of course, some light meditation. Uh, I knew I had to have June on the show. I knew I had to share her and her story with you. If, If she can survive and thrive through all of that, just imagine what you can do. 
I also wanted to talk to her about it all. You know, what helped her when she got the call? You have cancer. And then the call that you've been furloughed and then the call that her husband was to amidst the world falling apart. And let's not forget the two miscarriages. I mean, how did she keep going? What did she do? How did she do it? What worked? What didn't? And how, how did she come out on the other side better than she arrived? Amanda and I asked June those questions and so much more. So here is our beautiful, brave, high vibe conversation with the in Incredible, June Noel Smith. June, we are so excited to have you here. Hi, and I love Hi. that you're wearing your possibility, <laughs> possibility ampersand hoodie. I love it. You've got on one of our cropped, I do. cropped hoodies, and I'm so here for it. I'm here <laughs> for it too. Thank too. you for making them. I love them. Oh, we we love them too. And, you know, Amanda's here with us and we are so excited to have a conversation with you today. You know, the theme uh, is this is this notion of bracing for impact. And there's really when we were thinking about having this conversation and Amanda's going to tap into this a little bit more uh, when we were looking around, you know, our community specifically, uh, we knew we had to have the bracing for impact conversation with you because my goodness, have you been doing that? And I want to go back though, before we go to where you are now and where you're going in the future and what you've been through, I'd love to start with how we came into each other's universe. I think if I read it right, you saw one of my talks in 2015. So maybe start there. How did we sort of find each other? Talk to me about that. Yeah. So this was, um, it was actually, so it was off by two years. Mm. So it was in 2017 and you were leading a breakout. And at the time, I think you were called, um, like a a personal branding with (laughs) improvise or brand prov personal branding improvise. I will never forget. You're wearing a pink blazer. You got on black, black heels. And I still have my pink, like takeaway note. And you asked us to like, start describing, um, yourselves. If you were to like describe your personal brand and you asked the question was like, how many of you didn't even have anything about yourself in the first part, like in the first couple mm-hmm. of points. And it really like dawned on me, like, Oh my God, I have like zero confidence. Cause it was all about mm-hmm. what I could essentially offer to my client or stakeholder, but it was nothing about me personally, like as a, Mm. me as a person. But I think what really, like, I mean, your love of 90s hip hop, I love 90s hip hop. I'm (laughs) more of a Biggie fan, but. Yes. (laughs) You're like, um, you're, you're, you're like East Coast. East Coast East Coast hip hop. I'm a little more West Coast Snoop Doggy Dog, but I, I, I bow down to Biggie and uh, loved all that as well. But that's cool. Okay. Same, 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 same for Biggie or same for, um. Snoop, uh, Snoop, oh my God, Snoop, yes. yes. And I, but it was the new, the Fab Five. Was it called the Fab Five? Yeah, we started Friday? the yeah. newsletter as the Fab Five, the Fab Five, which then became the Fear Boss Five, which then became the Vibe Check. You know what? I'm a Gemini Enneagram three over or Enneagram seven <laughs> over here, rather. Uh, so yeah, we've we've had a little bit of an evolution, but yeah, the Fear. The Fab Five, the Friday well, Fab I've Five. Been, yeah, I loved the evolution. I was there for it. Um, and I still have them all saved because there's nuggets. And I think that's what just kept me coming back for more. 
Mm, and cool. yeah, I, I'm I'm here for here for it all. Part of the house of and and I love it. I love it. Too. So you're you're an OG, and I think um, one of the things I'd like to click into there is the fact that um, well, two things. You know, we're talking about an evolution, and I think we've all changed over the last eighteen months, two years, no doubt about it. I'm looking at two women who have both gone through a lot, uh, and you know, I guess I'm looking at three women. I'm looking at myself. We've all gone through a lot, right? The past couple of years. So uh, we're going to change. We're supposed to change. It's a part of the process. And the other thing I want to click into. I mean, you came to my work uh, through the world of personal branding and my my early, early talks when I sort of started uh, putting content out, out into the world about promoting yourself and really confidence. And then what I came to discover is the reason we don't promote ourselves and we don't put ourselves out there. And the reason we don't have the confidence we so deserve is because we're fucking scared, right? Mm -hmm. And we're afraid of what other people are going to think. And then I was like, well, oh, fuck, this is the work. The work is fear. The work is saying, no, 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 no. I'm the boss here, not you. And how do we give people the tools to do that? So um, tell me, it sounds like that was the big aha moment for you out of my early work at the time, this notion that, holy cow, I'm not even a part of my story. And if I can't confident, confidently articulate who I am and what I do, how do I expect anyone else to advocate on my behalf? Absolutely. Exactly. Okay. Um, it's yeah, it was kind of embarrassing. Um, and I'm like, how do I write my resume? Like, how did I, how do I have a job mm. right now? I can't even talk about myself. Um, but I think I, I, I want to say like the, those Friday nuggets of information were gold for me. I still mm. use like some of the quotes that you, cause you would put like my favorite yes. quote, but really when I started, like when I had time to invest in some of the tools that you were sharing was when it all just came, oh my gosh, like thing, things just really started resonating. And it's mm. probably because I, you know, I told the universe, now's the time, I'm ready for it. And, she and unfortunately was when I was yes. furloughed in, from work. I started really like doing goal-focused planning and just setting the stage. And, and I'm just amazed at like, just some of the things I've been able to accomplish. Um, it's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> and we're yeah. going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Amanda, let's talk about how bracing for impact sort of came came to life. I'll let you jump in here. Yeah. So I do have to say, June, so much of your story of coming to Judy resonates with me. And I think it's so funny because she did the same thing for me when mm -hmm. I heard her talk. I'm like, why am I being so shy about the things I'm so incredibly proud of? And it still was a, it still is a continuous process. Like I'm still not there yet. But, you know, one of the things that Judy and I had been talking about as we are building out truly the methodology of the work is that really what it happened what happened inside of the pandemic was we had braced for impact. Our habits, the work that we had done every single day leading up to that really helped us thrive inside of the pandemic and make leaps and bounds inside of the business. So I say that to lead into like when we prepped you and I, June, for this call, there was a moment that I can honestly stay will stay in my heart forever and ever and ever. And I was sharing with you the idea that we were kind of thinking to theme this month and talking about bracing for impact. And 
how you in particular had managed impact after impact after impact specifically over the last 21 months, because there was a lot happening to you around you, um, as it did many of us. And I have goosebumps because you said on that call, the mindset is how I braced for impact. And like, that was an amazing moment because you showed us exactly what we believed that we knew too. And I would love for you to tell us a little bit more and the listeners how that really manifested for you. Yeah, I I I I think back to like two instances um that happened to me in 2018 and early 2019. I suffered two miscarriages. And I haven't even been able to like openly even discuss it or talk about it. I think because there's a lot of shame in it. Uh, You know, I mean, recently there's a lot more, you know, coming out, but there is a lot of shame in it. And I threw myself right back into work, right back into work. I even went like after one surgery, went to friggin' China the next day and was like bleeding on the airplane. I mean, literally like how messed up is that? Like where, where was my boundary? of taking care of myself, but I just wanted to ignore it. And so when I was furloughed from work on April 4th, I dove right into all of stuff. I I signed up for anything that Judy was offering that was free. (laughs) I was like, listen, I would go back to old podcasts, listen to them every day. I started doing I am power statements. I just set myself up. And on May 28th, when I received the diagnosis that I had breast cancer, Mm. I was in a state of mind that like was so different. Um, Like if it was in, if it was in March, I would have been white knuckling it, driving home from work, like in a state of panic, just freaking out, just throwing myself probably back into work. But instead I just accepted that like, okay, I've got something that's out of my control. And I'm going to use the exact same tools that I have to get me through this. And, and that's, what's gotten me through this. That's why I'm here today. That's why I'm able to talk about this. And I, I even told my therapist this, I go, the stuff that the yes and podcast, the house of, and the fear boss community should be a class that you take in school because I, I think back to like those two insistence and I'm like, what was I doing? Like, how did I not take care of myself? You were surviving. Yeah. To give yourself the grace required. You were surviving Surviving. in a life that felt impossible to take a break from, which is something that probably resonates with so many people, especially during that experience that so many women have. So true. Mm. So true. And, and it doesn't go like, I think even, you know, listening to the, like I said earlier, I started listening and following you from 2017, but I wasn't doing the work. Mm. I would listen to you and then I'm like, oh, I love that quote. Let me post it. Oh, I love this. Mm. But I wasn't doing the work. And when I started and I had the time and I did the work and I invested in myself, like I am surviving breast cancer and I am fucking thriving it. Mm. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Yes. Oh, and I have so much I want to click into here. And I love that you added that, Amanda. And to give you the grace on that, like you were surviving, you were doing what you thought was right at the time. But here you had this set of of tools in what I didn't even know in in 
prep for this conversation. So I was trying to do like the, the timing. So you have these two miscarriages. You then get furloughed, yep. which is like spring of 2019. You then, May 28th, get the fucking call. Everybody fears, which is the call that reveals to you that you have cancer. Um, you then... So you're furloughed. You've had two miscarriages. At, at, up to this point, it is May 28th, 2019. You have had two miscarriages. <laughs> you have lost your job. You've been diagnosed with cancer. And then if I, if I, then your husband also yes, gets you, furloughed. Yeah, this is all in, so the, the miscarriages were 2018, 2019. 2020 Jesus. was furloughed. Um, my husband was furloughed the week before I was. May 28th, that morning, our CEO sent out a mass email saying, your furlough has been extended to October 4th and maybe later. And Fuck. then May 28th at 4 p.m., I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Jesus Christ. And then you go into like a hamster. You're just a hamster in a wheel because you have to go through all these appointments, doctor's appointments, etc. So that was my question. Like, yeah, you then go the just- call. No one expects what did, what, tell me that. Yeah, tell I didn't, I don't happened. have it in my family. I've never even had like, I mean, I've had close friends, like a really good friend of mine, Allie had had breast cancer before me, but I didn't really go into the details of, oh my God, what do you do? Where do you go? Who do you call? And it is crazy. It's a, it, it's a very defined process. It's, it's yeah. that they, you know, but you wouldn't know until you have it. But what's the club you never want to be in. The club you never want to be in. It's not, it's not, it's not a club you want to join for, for sure, but you're surrounded. You, we do have good, we're amongst good company, but um, you're then having to make decisions. Like, I mean, my fertility is gone at this point. Like I'm in, Ugh. I'm in drug induced menopause. So it's not yeah. like my oncologist said to me, she's like, you're not just diagnosed with breast cancer. You're diagnosed with sexuality issues. You're diagnosed with fertility issues, like all these things. So it was like gun to the head, make these decisions because you have to start chemo right away. Oh my um, God. and so, yeah. yeah, it was like a, I, I look, I think back to it and some of it is just a blur. Mm. I'm sure. And yeah. if you don't mind me asking, like, how old are you just for context yeah. of like, you 43. know what that really 43, 43. And my surgeon breast surgeon told me that my tumor was about five years old. Fuck. So in and theory, you had been getting, I had you been... I was 42, so it was probably like 36. Had and you been getting regular mammograms? Had you been getting regular mammograms? I got one mammogram at 40 and another at 41. And at the end of that, so I had one in October, like when I was 40. Yeah, I was 41 at the time. And I'm for, I turned 42 in December. And then it was 2020. And I felt mm-hmm. something. And I went to my doctor. They were like, oh, it's probably nothing. And then I gave they gave me um, a 3d mammogram, but it was kept getting canceled because of COVID. So I didn't oh get God. the actual mammogram until May something. And then they took a biopsy then two weeks. So yeah, it was, all this was going on while I was furloughed from work. Jesus. So like financially you're concerned, thankfully we still had our health, my health benefits. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was just a lot of other stuff on top of that. But mm. I honestly, I, I don't, I accepted it in a very calm I wasn't surviving, I guess, to, um, you know, Amanda's point. I was, I was able to accept it. And, yeah. and I was like going back. 
forward momentum and you know celebrate yes. these small successes and you had you're n- I'm not gonna lose I'm gonna win and I'm gonna fucking learn is what I kept yeah. all your mantras like yeah honestly like I I really like I'm forever going to be part of this community because I honestly think it's like it's like saved my life yeah Oh, in a way, because I, I do think that there is so much that is based on your mindset. And I yeah. would be in these appointments and I'm surrounded by elderly because in the oncology world, I'm considered a young adult uh-huh. because in yeah. our age, we don't get cancer. And I would hear and feel the toxic and the negativity. And, and I'm like, I'm not going to be that. I am not going to be that. I go, I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that something is going to come out of this. Something will come out of this. And I still don't know what it is. Like I, I, the fact that I'm on this podcast is like a dream come true for me. (laughs) And I know there's going to be more. It's already happening (laughs) because you know why you have decided that it will happen. This is the possibility mindset. It is the nature. It is the essence of, 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 of yes. And, and, and I, I, I want to make sure that we really click into this because w- you have faced uh, and are facing and will all continue to face things uh, that feel very scary and very overwhelming. Okay. You took that. Yes, I have been diagnosed with breast cancer and step one, right? And step two and step three. And what I need you to really hear right now, if you are listening to this and your earbuds are turned up loud, is that it is a never ending story, right? This this possibility driven lifestyle and mindset, the improv theater reminds us we've got to fucking move. It's like move or die, move or die, literally. And I will never forget getting a DM from June. I've gotten quite a few incredible DMs from you, my friend, over the years, but um, especially as you've progressed through a lot of this. But one of uh, the DMs that has touched my life the most that I will never forget is when you were on your way, like literally on your way to your first fucking chemo treatment. Okay. A life changing moment experience. Everything was going to start changing for you. And you showed me your little bag that you were bringing to the chemo. (laughs) And in that fucking bag, you're like, I'm listening to your podcast on the way to the, on the way to the, um, to the appointment here. She is holding up the book. And then in her chemo bag, you guys was fears my homeboy, right? The book. And it was in that (laughs) moment that I was like, Oh fuck this, this is, this is, wow, this is bigger than me. This this has just become an incredible tool that is helping someone navigate what I can't even imagine navigating. So June, my God, it's yes, I've got cancer. And, and, and do you feel like you've been doing that? Sort of modeling this like, okay, yes, I've been furloughed. And here's, okay, like, right, here's what I'm going to do next. I was using that time to prepare myself for potentially a new career, right? I wasn't yeah. sure. I'm in the hospitality industry at just like your business overnight, you were, it, things were, were not happening. And I didn't have, you know, I didn't have like a platform. And so I was, you know, just bossing myself up, trying to level up to prepare myself for a new career, which I didn't realize I was actually preparing myself for this, you know, diagnosis. 
And so I, Holy for the shit. listeners, like this is way more than just a, a leadership thing or a leveling up at work. This is also a, per, you can apply this, the same skills that we learn from you and Amanda, we can, we can use in our personal life. And for when we were dealt with, you know, tragedy, diseases, diagnoses, you know, loss, grieving, because a lot of it is grieving. I, I still, to this day, it doesn't control me, but I grieve my mm. previous life. I, I yeah. grieve my free cancer life when things were less yeah. complex. But I also know that that's not reality. Um, we're always going to have complex things come our way. Um, and we just got to continue to use the, the tools that we have, that it's you have so given us. And I got my... It's so interesting because as I was hearing you talk and Judy share some of the story, you know, you were ending anyway. And that's one of the things that Judy reminds us of. Look, you're improvising every day anyway. So you have a miscarriage and you get on a plane and go to China bleeding it all. Right. Because we are still in the mode of action. And what you said just now is really important because what happened was you got some space and time and you started preparing. Mm, and instead yeah. of reacting to life, you were being proactive in your mindset and your habits. And that's the key noticeable difference that really you said, right? You started doing the work yeah. and the work is the preparation and the work mm. is the habits and the work is the small daily things you do that create a big, bold life, even when you're looking at cancer, right? Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between work and the work, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there's a big misnomer about the improv theater that improvisers just, we wing it. We just, woohoo, we just go with the flow, baby. And <laughs> that's actually not the case at all. The reason and the way we can improvise on stage when shit hits the fan is because we prepared for that moment. We have done the work. And so what was a full body moment for me in this interview, because I did not know this about you, June, is that this was all happening pre-cancer. You had had the tools and the mindset and the framework, and you started doing the work so oh, guess what happens? Now I get a diagnosis. Now I lose my job. Now, whatever global pandemic disruption happens in life, I've got a set of tools to help me figure out what to fucking do next. Or at least I've got a community to lean on or call into or a process to go back to. And that for me is like, the wake up call. It's like, that's why I sit down at my desk every day and write those 10 I am power statements. Like, even if that's all I can do, that is the best gift I can give myself because it's sort of reminding me not only where I'm going, but what I believe I'm worthy of, right? No matter how bad things seem to be in the moment, you know? Yeah. Exercising the muscle. Yeah, absolutely. It's also happening, not to you, happening for you. And that's something Judy always says, too. Like, it can happen to you or you can happen to it. And I think that that was the transition. Cancer didn't happen to you. You happened to it. You happened. That's right. right. That is absolutely right. you're still happening to it. Yes. Now look at you. You're on a podcast and you're getting promoted at work. Promoted. 
<laughs> you've, got a, you've got a dope ass curly fro. I mean, you're going to have this long. Her hair used to be straight, by the way. The, I guess I we learned before we went on the air that usually uh, post-cancer hair grows back kind of curly. And she's going to have this like what I'm looking at is short-ish, really curly red hair. Are you Irish, June? Are you it's Irish? kind of. Yeah. It looks I reddish brown. I it. It's beautiful. She's going to end up having this curly ass hair that we all like. I got to, you know, you pay, people pay money for the hair that she's about to have. Perms, but uh, that's right. You got that perm, but like the big curls. Anyway, um, it, it's it's really, really incredible. I mean, to have a, a mindset and, and you were saying it, June, like it's the muscle. So um, one of my last questions for you, I mean, I have a million always um, is is OK. We did this master class. Uh, you know, two times in a row, you attended both of those master classes uh, to really teach the mindset and the principles of our uh, what is currently called the Vibe and Thrive Planner. And you did this while you were on furlough, but also in leading up to that, it sounds like you were doing a lot of this work, this goal-focused planning work before furlough, right? Trying to figure out who you wanted to be and where you wanted to go. So um, what... You know, besides the I am power statements, talk to me about goal focused planning for you and sort of like what has been the the most rewarding part of that process for you. And it could it could be the I am power statements, but just tell me about how you vibe with that process and really what your biggest world shifters have been. I think I, I mean, I love the I am power statements. I was doing that before the vibe and thrive planner because you had you, that was one of your yeah. thing. You did a whole yes. podcast on it. I and did. so I, I was doing that before. Cool. So, but once I got the vibe and thrive planner, I think it was more about the accountability and yeah. the, just like the amazing, like feeling of like smashing goals, Ooh, you know, and, I love that. Yeah, like I got a new job. I got promoted. At yeah, work. tell us about right. some of the goals you smashed. Yeah, besides, so I, I ended up uh, beating cancer. Into, <laughs> I ended up going back. My my word of twenty twenty one was healing. And so when we joined the, I joined the two master classes. We had you know everyone had a word of the year, and mine was healing. And so I I started doing all these like um, self care things that I've never done before, like breathe work and like sound healing, just stuff I've never done before. I never would have done that if I didn't like write it down and it mm. wasn't like constantly looking at it. I have always played it safe at work. I've really only gone for promotions. If like someone tapped me on the shoulder, like, Oh, you'd be really great at this. And so in July I um, posted for a role that was definitely um, completely stepping outside my comfort zone. And I said, you know what? I'm going to hit success. If I get an interview, well, I ended up getting the job. Holy shit. So yeah, I like, yeah. fought, you know, and, and honestly that, that I attribute a lot of that to the, the community and the vibe and thrive planner because it was just, it's, you know, going back to like exercising that muscle, doing these fear experiments, feeling mm -hmm. more comfortable because you're constantly having every single day having to write what a fear experiment did you do? <laughs> I love that she's she's calling it out. We do ask you every day, like, how did you get uncomfortable today? Yeah. What did you do? And if you notice in like a week, you haven't gotten uncomfortable or in two weeks or in three weeks, uh, this is how we know fear is calling the shot. So like, you got to rattle that cage. Yeah. And I think also the... Um, you know what it's helped with is like you you've talked about this a lot and it's that fear like the fear of success like actually mm. succeeding there's a there's fear around that 
Yeah. And I think it's helped with that, like helped me kind of get past that because I, I did, I think in the, I think back to many times where I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to go for it. What if I actually get it? No, 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 no. And, mm. and now I'm like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm not perfect. I'm a constant, <laughs> constant state of improving, but um, same, same. It's, All it's, of us. it's really, really helped. Mm. That's amazing. I love it. I love hearing that. I love, you know, that's how I feel too about, you know, goal focused planning. I think some people have the wrong idea. It's really keeping it in front of you. If you mm-hmm. don't have that in front of you every single day, how are you going to take actions against accomplishing something every right. single day? That's how things are done. You know, mm-hmm. we we build things very, very slowly, brick by brick. So I love that. That's the you know, work. Yes. The yeah. Work. And that you and that you fill out the fear experiment every day. Right. I don't think everyone <laughs> that great. uses it does. So congratulations <laughs> on that, because I don't fill that out every day. I don't either. <laughs> and now I'm like, I should be filling that out every day. Right. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. A hundred percent. And I think it's so interesting, though, too, because as we talk to people in the community, they all use the process and the mindset and the methodology very differently. And this is why these conversations are so interesting. So I know Amanda wants to know what's next for you. But before I go there, I have to ask you this question. Um, Before cancer, after cancer, like what is a fundamental shift? Like what is something you do now that you would have never done before cancer? Like, meaning maybe it's you move faster, you don't wait, whatever it is. But like, what you get the question I'm trying to ask. This notion yeah, of like, I think there was boundaries. two pre-cancer. Okay, so you're braver boundaries. with boundaries. Yeah, I'm way more comfortable saying no to things. Mm. Um, if it doesn't, you know, if I, it doesn't serve me, if I don't have like the um, capacity for it. I think it's also, it has made me a little braver because it is a pretty much a massive fear experiment. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're done for a while, yeah. June. I mean, right? not you're only just the-, the, the vanity stuff that you go through, um, I, I think I'm less self-conscious too about vanity stuff. Like I go mm. probably more without makeup and, um, I think back to like pre-cancer, I wouldn't leave the house without like something covering my face, like some sort of makeup. And now I'm like, wow, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like I'm it's living, you know, awesome. yeah, I'm perspective living. is everything. I'm yeah. Living. Yeah. yeah. Living. I'm so there proud is, of there you. Is some great, so there is some silver lining to to it. I I feel like um, I just yeah. I, I want to. I never thought I would want to have a platform and help people. And I feel like that's what this is leading me down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I was talking about earlier. Like I don't know what it is, but I know there's something there. And um, because I do feel like I can help people because they do tend to take the the route that I didn't take. So many people have come up to me, like random people in just a, a just walking down the street or something. They'll be like, oh my God, I love your hair. And I'm like, oh, it's the Mrs. Roper. You know, I didn't go to the hairdresser to get this. <laughs> this is the result of chemo. And they're like, oh my God, you have cancer. And I'm like, yeah, I just feel like but you have such a great attitude about it. I'm like, there's two ways you can take it. Yeah. I took this way. And I always hear, oh, I've got so-and-so doesn't, that didn't take it that way. And so I just feel like there's, there's so much more, um, there's so much more that you can get from having the positive mindset and keeping in forward momentum. Yes. The magic of momentum. You are it. No doubt. 
It's so true. And it and you are an example, June. I mean, there's a lot of people that have a lot less difficulty in their day that complain and bitch and moan. And, you know, the difference between there's a there's a man that worked out at a gym. His name was Tony. He was old. I mean, he was a very old man and he worked out every single day. And I always described him as happy on the inside. You know, I wanted to be like him when I'm in my 90s. He's just happy on the inside. He radiated it. And what it was is he lived in a positive mindset. That's yeah. really what which being happy on the inside a is. a choice, which is a yeah, fucking choice. Yeah, every day. Right? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Um, June, what is next for you? We've kind of touched on, you know, you... You know, you want to help people when you just got a promotion at work. But, you know, as you think of your life through this new lens, through a new perspective, you know, what do you see next for you? Yeah, I that's really great question. I don't like I feel like the universe is going to tell me it's going to come to me. There has been like some like signs of things that have been coming. Um, I I still have some healing to do. Um, I'm, and so that is my, my number one priority is is that. And, um, and I think I want to, like, I have had like, um, like the pink lemonade stand stand challenge and Susan G. Komen reach out to me to share my story. So I do think I want to, I, I hope to share my story with some cancer, you know, fellow cancer survivors, and hopefully some are listening to this podcast today. Um, so I, I do think I want to get involved in, in something there, but, um, I am going to be front and center in the house of and and whenever you start traveling again, I'm joining or whatever you've been hinting at what's next. So I'm, I'm all for it. It's coming. It's coming to sign up. That's right. We feel so grateful for that. You are are such a joy, such a treasure, such a a beautiful role model. You You know, I, I said this at the top of the show, you know, before I brought you on air that, you know, when I think I'm having a bad day, um, I'm reminded of your story and the many stories like it of, of people who are triumphing through really, really legit tragedy. Um, your breakout, your bad hair day, your five pound weight gain, your, uh, missed flight, like all the bullshit that derails us. You know, yesterday, Amanda saw me in a total, total fucking mood um, <laughs> because I, you know, I go on vacation and then I come back from vacation and I'm, oh, I'm overwhelmed and I got emails and all these things and oh, life is so hard. And then I'm reminded, right, that you know what? No, no, that is self-induced. Um, all of that overwhelm we feel, all of that stress we feel, it's self, it's self-induced, right? And your story reminds me to take a deep breath. So the name of this podcast, Perfect Segue, is called Yes And. When I offer up those two words for you, what comes up? What does that mean for you? So the first thing like I think of is like, I feel like it's a, an add a girl, you know, like it's mm-hmm. kind of like, yes. And like, there's more, you know, yeah. and it's just like a, a and I do feel like it's a push, like a, you know, a girl, you got this, you got this. Yes. <laughs> I that's, love like, that. that's the first thing. That's I think so of. good. I haven't heard that one yet. And I Me love neither. that. So good. So good. Yeah. Cause I, I, I would say that to, to myself quite often <laughs> going through yes, chemo. And you got this. <laughs> yes. It's an add a girl moment. It's an add a girl moment. I love it. Uh, June. 
Thank you for being here today. Thank you for uh, being a part of our community. Thank you for saying yes, and thank you for living uh, a possibility-driven life because when you do that, you remind all of us that we can too. And I am just so grateful to know you. I mean, my goodness, Amanda, Me can you too. even like- No. Oh, like I can't. Just her smiling face, <laughs> just know. the joy that she brings and like the encouragement- radiating. Yeah. So thanks, girl. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh you're it's here. It's a dream Yay. come true. If I, should, <laughs> I should find the page. It was on my, it was on my, um, on your my vision board, the goal list. Oh. Vibe and Thrive. Yeah. The OG on the, the first and vibe the, your no, yeah. I love it so much. Well, guess Mark what? Mark that one off, girl. This is the first of many. <laughs> I have a feeling you are going to start marking off. And if there's one <gasps> piece of of inspiration I could leave you with is as you think about what comes next for yourself and as you, um, you know, sort of start to make decisions that feel aligned for what you want to do next in your life, um, stay curious, keep asking the questions, trust yourself and and follow the breadcrumbs because if, 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 if you're feeling it in your, your gut and in your heart, I mean, you're, you know, you're gonna, your body's probably already telling you what you need to be doing. It sounds like your health is your priority right now, but in those moments and in those conversations and throughout all that healing you do, you may find what's next. So just listen, listen to yourself more than you listen to anyone else because you and Amanda and I have talked about this before. You're Dorothy. Like you've always had the red slippers. You've just got to put them on. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the gift. So I'm cheering you on and I know you'll keep us updated. Oh that's my right. God. Thank you. Yay. All right. Bye June. Oh my goodness. I hope <laughs> you really took something away from that. I, I'd love to know what it was. My goodness. Tell me on Instagram, send me a DM, shoot me an email. What did you think? What did you learn? How do you feel? What are you going to do differently? Uh, my goodness, you can connect with June, Amanda, myself in the show notes. And if you haven't yet reviewed this podcast, would you? It would mean the world to myself and the entire team it takes to produce the show. It's how we tell iTunes and all of our sponsors that you listen and this podcast matters. So that would mean the world to me. And most importantly, thank you for listening, for sharing, for uh, reviewing and just all the support. Uh, we love bringing these conversations to you. And I really hope this is a trend. There are so many of you inside this community that are doing phenomenal fucking things, mind blowing things. These are regular everyday human beings. These are people that don't have 10,000 or even 10 followers. These are regular, good old fashioned human beings that are using their everyday superpowers to continue to open the door to what's possible. And we're going to continue to bring you those stories and we're going to keep having those conversations. So thanks for being here. I can't wait to see you next week. And in the meantime, keep opening that door. <laughs>